This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, March 10th. Brought to you by Rabo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Ag lauds Newsom's water order. Localized flooding today. Ag defends wildfire tool. And Biden seeks cover crop funding. At a House hearing, Ag salutes Newsom for saving water. Governor Newsom's executive order to ease some endangered species requirements in the Delta last month kept about 500,000 acre feet of water in storage. Family Farm Alliance Director Dan Keppen applauded that decision in Congress this week. Speaking to a House Natural Resources Subcommittee, Keppen said that even more of that potential is out there. The alliance is urging state and federal agencies to add more regulatory flexibility in other ways to store additional water for dry years. Keppen will also be closely watching for a decision within the next month from the California Water Commission concerning the site's reservoir proposal. But environmental and sport fishing groups are threatening to sue the state water board over Newsom's order. They argued that preserving more water in the reservoirs was a handout to big agriculture. In a notice to the board, the groups claimed the order violated state and federal requirements to maintain water quality and temperature conditions for endangered salmon populations. Prepare for localized flooding, urge water agencies. Rivers in the central and southern Sierra will hit flood stage uh, this afternoon. Monterey County is once again in the crosshairs. Communities hit with flooding in January storms should expect more in return, that to according to state and federal water agencies. During a press briefing yesterday, officials said they do not expect flooding impacts as extensive as those in 2017. Water managers have yet to open Sacramento River weirs to activate the Yolo Bypass and several reservoirs along the Central Valley are ramping up water releases today to make room for floodwaters. The excess flows create an opportunity for farmers to divert more water for groundwater recharge. Departments of Water Resources Director Carla Nemeth warned residents to prepare for localized flooding. If the coming atmospheric rivers slow once they make landfall, creeks, streams, and ponds can quickly top their banks. Ag and Rural Coalition defends wildfire retardant. A coalition of counties and trade groups are defending the Forest Service use of a fire retardant for suppressing wildfires. The organizations filed a legal brief yesterday in a lawsuit challenging the service's aerial application of the retardant. California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson worried about fires that spread of if, uh, from national force into agriculture lands and then threatened the lives of livestock, disrupt grazing operations, and put our rural agriculture communities in peril. The town of Paradise signed on to the brief alongside rural county representatives of California and organizations involved with forestry and wood products. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Rabo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. 
Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision, Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Biden asking Congress to fund cover crop payments. The Biden administration is calling on Congress to make permanent a $5 an acre payment program for cover crops that USDA offered in both 2021 and 2022. The initiative is included in the fiscal 24 budget that the White House released yesterday. USDA estimates the program would cost nearly a billion dollars over 10 years. The payments, quote, will benefit the environment and improve climate resilience, according to the FY24 USDA budget summary. But keep in mind, it remains to be seen how much this idea will appeal to House and Senate Ag Committees, which already are scouring programs for money to augment Farm Bill commodity programs. Senate Ag Democrats originally had a cover crop payment program in President Biden's Build Back Better plan, but the initiative was ultimately left out of what became the Inflation Reduction Act. Take note, the House Ag Committee has formally made its case for new Farm Bill funding in a letter to the House Budget Committee. The Ag Committee argues that putting more money into commodity programs would reduce the need for ad hoc payments. There's an adage in health care that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, and I think that applies to our work leading up to a farm bill reauthorization, said committee chair Glenn G.T. Thompson, the Pennsylvania Republican. Interior seeks more funds for Endangered Species Act. Elsewhere in the Biden budget request, Interior Department funding would increase by about $2 billion, 12%, to $18.9 billion for fiscal 24. Money for Endangered Species Act activities such as listing and delisting species would increase from $23.4 million to about $27 million, more than 15%. Trade enforcement needed to rebuild trust. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says enforcing existing trade agreements is important for building public support for Trade Promotion Authority and eventually New trade agreements. We have to rebuild trust around the country in trade, Vilsack told delegates attending the Pork Industry Forum in Orlando. The way you do that is by enforcing the trade agreements you have, he explained, while pointing to U.S. actions this week to begin consultations with Mexican officials on their biotech corn ban. Clearly, what the president of Mexico has done is not based on science itself. It's not consistent with USMCA. It's not consistent with what the rest of the world knows about biotechnology, Vilsack said. He continued, quote, we have a responsibility not to wink and nod, but basically to stand up to that principle. Vilsack to make Climate Smart Partnership Agreement announcements today. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack will speak at the Commodity Classic in Orlando this morning and will be signing the first Two final agreements for the $3 billion Climate Smart Partnership Program. USDA Undersecretary of Farm Production and Conservation Robert Bonney told farmers while speaking at the Classic yesterday that USDA authorized funding for 141 projects and recognizes the need to finalize many ahead of the planning season. 
Bonnie anticipates moving forward with finalizing a majority of the program's larger packers during the month of March. USDA will be focusing on execution and delivery in the next two years, Bonnie said. He said the partnerships are important domestically to provide another revenue stream for producers, but also as a model internally for voluntary incentive-based partnerships that create value for agriculture that also maintain productivity. Bonnie said, quote, we're going to have to demonstrate through measurement, monitoring, and other things that we can actually provide real results here, even as we make sure it pencils out for agriculture and forestry. And he says they've also started talking with colleagues internationally through trade and international policy conversations that this approach can be deployed around the world. American Farm Bureau signing a right to repair MOUs with two more major equipment manufacturers. The American Farm Bureau Federation has signed a right to repair memorandums of understanding with major farm equipment manufacturers, Case IH and New Holland, promising to encourage its state-level affiliates to avoid supporting state legislation at exchange for the companies committing to make tools and software, quote, reasonably available to farmers and third-party repair shops. The agreement that looks similar to the one AFBF made with manufacturer John Deere in January would allow equipment owners to purchase access to tools and equipment manuals, including CNH Industrial Electronic Service Tool. The EST is already available to customers, according to Case IH website. Under the agreement, owners or third-party repair shops are not allowed to divulge trade secrets, override safety features or emission controls, or violate any federal, state, or local laws or regulations. Finally, here's today's He Said It. Central Valley families are struggling to put food on the table and gas in their cars. That's the word of Representative David Valadeo of Fresno reacting to the out-of-control government spending in President Biden's budget proposal. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, March 10th, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.